TVI episode one six five idiots. Is that is it one six five? Yeah, it's the first time you've ever I've known. Never, <laughs> ever got it correct, and it's probably uh, in. No, it is one six five. Um, it's good to be back in uh, the studio. Um, last week's episode, people liked it. Yeah, but after um, our. Uh, we need more deaths, don't we? I think we do actually. I think it does add a sense of pathos to the podcast yeah. when one of us has lost a parent. Hopefully, mine next. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> oh God, no way. Oh no. Um, yeah, people. I got. We got some lovely feedback. People that liked hearing us, you know, talk candidly, but also having a laugh about it. Yeah. Which is how you got to do things, guys, isn't ya? You know. Mm. Um, Phoebe, welcome back into the studio. Thank you for having me. We have, you haven't been um, driving for a while, actually. We've been what have you been up to? Where you been? Uh, what have you been doing? I went to festivals. Which ones? Like Latitude, Glastonbury. You went to Glastonbury. Went to Glastonbury. How was that? Yeah, amazing. It was a good one, wasn't it? Weather was good. Weather was amazing. See, I got a tan, and as a ginger, that's a big deal. That's a real like Glastonbury <laughs> thing, isn't it? Like you know, Sorry. It, it makes it such a long weekend, Glastonbury, when it's raining. I've done, I did one of the worst weather years ever at Glastonbury. It was like two thousand and three or something. It was, it wasn't the year where people were like sliding, sli- like the, their tents were fl- floating away. But it was the, like it was like the worst one, but that, uh-huh. and it was, oh, it was brutal. Like everything you brought with you was fucked by the end of the day, first day, including your missus. <laughs> <laughs> Come back to your tent early. <laughs> uh, it's Glastonbury, mate. What happens at Glastonbury stays at Glastonbury and stays in your psyche. Um, Did but... you do drugs, Phoebe? What are drugs? Uh, drugs are those things that you're on all the time. <laughs> those things you took at Glastonbury <laughs> yeah. to get those you through the weekend. You, those things that you sell uh, <laughs> on the dark web. <laughs> So I what, smuggled up my bum. I mean, do you don't have to obviously uh, indict yourself on anything, but it was a festival. <laughs> well, we'll, I've never, I've never place. done a full weekend festival. Yeah. And not I had, not when I say festival. I had to take drugs to last. That's that's the that's the. What I was happened. there for a week as well because I was working it. Oh right, that's what what you need to do drugs. <laughs> you need to do drugs all the time. <laughs> I what, I what were you doing? What job? Uh, just wristbands and like welcoming people. Okay, oh, and nice. you're right, you're right on ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> just welcoming like fucking cows. There's and no shit, one there. It? That's a tree, Phoebe. Can you come <laughs> over to, back to the position, please. Just in your own tent, thinking you're at Glastonbury. Like, yeah, I was actually just in my bath. But <laughs> I um I once went to Glastonbury um and I reckon this would have would have been a decade ago, and me and my mate. I mean, this was it, this was just after the breakdown of my first marriage. So I was in party guy mode mm-hmm. and uh i me and my mate went and we had such a heavy four days like i'm talking like no, I, I can't remember sleep you know or we i remember trying to sleep now and again but you know it just it was impossible we just did so much stuff and then um on the last morning i had gone we'd gone to bed at like 5 a.m like not not like no it wasn't last it was second to last and i felt i did sort of fall asleep for about an hour before like you know the sun comes up and your tent becomes a, a sauna and my mate was just sitting on a on a 
good. Those are Swedish <laughs> men coming in towels. Sorry. <laughs> it's one of those um, cool saunas. But no, and my mate um, was sitting on a camping chair at the end of the tent. It was I bought a massive tent, like one of them tunnel ones with different rooms. And uh, he was just sat in it looking really troubled. And I said, like, what's happened? And he basically was like, every time I lie down, I think I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. And I was like, yeah, that's probably the three days of <laughs> fucking like 24 hours a day drugs. And um, and then we went out that last night and then went back to London. He was feeling it. Literally every time he lay down, his like, heart started really fluttering and going crazy. Sounds fun. This he went to place. get, um, he went to the doctors. They sent him straight to the hospital. He got an ECG. Um, he'd had, he had a, he'd unleashed a faulty valve in his heart. And they said he'd probably had it from birth, uh, but they might never have found it until it became fatal. Unless he'd done that crazy weekend and set it off. <laughs> Thank God for ketamine. Yeah. So basically, the only way it was discovered early and they could actually fix it, and now he's got a little, you know, replacement valve, was because oh. he did so much coke and MDMA. <laughs> I and might go there everything. next year, see what I've got wrong. <laughs> what I'm saying, if you want to diagnose. Got an ingrown toenail. <laughs> We'd never have found it if you hadn't kicked that guy to death <laughs> in a field. Stamped on that dealer when I robbed him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's the only real positive drug story yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah. You know, in terms of like, that was the best possible outcome. Yeah, it saved his life. It did, but you know, that don't take that as a. That's why. Well, I they may have do. had that his whole life if it wouldn't have put such much strain on his heart. Well, maybe yeah, it might never of course a problem. But the doctors whatever. seem to suggest that no, this is something that will have become a problem at some point oh. as you get older, maybe, and your heart gets a bit weak. Unless when it became a problem in the future, he just would have gone to the hospital as well. Yeah, I mean, there was that. <laughs> but they said, like, if he gets older and then it became a problem, it could have just gone bad. Yeah, he yeah. could have had a heart attack, basically. So um, instead, he got ahead of the news by snorting a load of gack <laughs> off a key in a field. <laughs> I um, that's the worst. The worst is when you like, and again, I'm talking now in the like, sort of the olden days. You know, it's now my fucking dad. But uh, I, when you ruin your drugs in a, at a festival, you know what I mean. When it's you, you try and do it and it's raining and you think you're pissed and you're out of your head and you think that'll be all right and next thing it's just you've just ruined what well, like, you've dropped it on the floor or something. all sorts of stuff mate oh. i've done i've done i've dropped bags of coke in piss and i ended up just going oh, i'll just sort of piss rub it into my gums <laughs> piss is good for you as well coke in your gums because you Joe can't get Rogan. it out of your nose you're just rubbing it in going Ugh. <laughs> Just trying to get some. I have to put that bit in my arse, actually. <laughs> Seems more appropriate. <laughs> Drops it in shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's the things, you know, the things I did back when I was in my party days were fucking disgusting in hindsight. Oh, drugs are bad, man. They're not, you know, they're like, you always justify the grottiness when you're young because the fun just about outweighs the yeah. negative. But then I think, I do think you get to an age where you suddenly go, no, the negatives and the bleakness have now become the main thing. Like, they, they, the fun is actually outweighed by the negative. Yeah. And I want you to have that revelation. It's just game over. You're just like, you probably might have the odd little blowout by accident. You sort of meet up with some old friends. But there's no there's no desire to do it. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't go out now for a few beers and think, I'd love to just get some Mandy and go and lie in a fucking kitchen floor. Talking shit talking to someone. Utter shit. Listening to like Pink Floyd and talking about how fucking they don't make stuff like this anymore, man. Yeah, thank <laughs> God. Depressing <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah. So anyway, but that's but you had a lovely time at Glastonbury. Well done. 
How old are you? I forgot to ask. Um, twenty six. Yeah, you're still right. You've got another. You've got another about eight years before it think? all becomes bleak. Yeah, hard drug. I'd say early to mid thirties when you first have those like, oh, I need to wind my neck in. Yeah, mm. but you carry it on for I a few can't years. Can't walk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but in your late thirties is where you just become. So depressed when you catch some people push like through that. though and still doing it. I, I find that, that really bleak. Me. I reckon I could be one of those like hippy dippy. Really, I'd find yeah. it a bit embarrassing. I know a comedian, very good comedian, in his probably now late fifties, who still now and again drops like pills and goes raving. And you're like, come on, mate, you've got oh. kids, you've got a grown up. What you're running from, bro? Yeah. Well, when yeah. I go raving, I used to go to like side trance raves in the forest, and that's a lot of like middle aged people. I just feel like, you know, just get a better hobby, mate. Do you know what I mean? It's in it. Watch a box set. It's <laughs> so much easier, isn't I it? Get a job. Get, <laughs> get your fast down a gym. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Bit of bit of fat shaming to start this week's episode. Be ashamed of yourself. Uh, I, I did um I did a lovely gig last night. I did um I opened for Kevin Bridges, just doing his little oh, warm up work in Saturday. progress. Show. It was at top, not Saturday. He was just tr- trying to stay at Top Secret. He was. Yeah, he was just trying out like sort of a, a chunk of new stuff at the Bill Murray. So I just went and did like the opening bit. But um, he's got a very funny bit about fat shaming, about basically the fact that he was fat shamed <laughs> online, which has now, you know, not, caused not, why he's lost. Um, skinny, well, he's actually lost loads of weight and he's now oh. in good shape. But like it was he, and he sort of it's almost a defense of fat shaming and that thing of he needed that to be the impetus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's such a funny routine. But, that, you know, just go and see him on tour. See it. It's great. Um, but, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm obviously now you can't really fat shame. I mean, I've heard people say that, though, that the fact that they were called fat has helped them, you know, get healthier. I think some people would have that. I think some people would do the opposite and make them sadder and eat yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I suppose... It, not that I'd call someone fat. No, not to their face. It seems not to their face. Then in a WhatsApp like group. <laughs> to their mates. <laughs> huh? Some people like being called well, this fat. Well, I suppose it's that, 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 that's the thing, the fat positivity Do you think? movement. Yeah, no, that is the whole... Well, there's a fat positive movement, isn't yeah. there, where they sort of yeah. talk about how great they feel in their bodies, isn't it? You know, it's sure. Sort of, it's impa- <laughs> it's called, they're called liars. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a big liar yeah. movement. No, no but it is, it is that, I suppose it's I mean, however you are, feel good about yourself, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess it. I think it is... Um, yeah, the whole thing is just like, yeah, I am fat, but that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think depends uh, how you define bad. That's like saying I smoke, but it's not a bad thing. No, it doesn't. But it, it isn't health. It isn't optimal health, is it? I suppose no. It's not optimum. No, but it's still you can still be like you know. There's, Some there's, people you can are be, big I, though and got in crazy. Well, this is what I mean. You can. I know people that are a bit probably visually. You'd say they're a bit over the overweight. Yeah, yeah. But they're way healthier. And I've got mates. I've, I remember I grew up. One of my best mates growing up was whip it thin. He had like a sick, a natural six pack. He ate just like crisps and bread and smoked from like the age of 11 did loads of drugs like he was just a he just had that weird it was almost like a drug addict when you're body. young you get that though but he had it for, he had it right up into oh. sort of early adulthood when we sort of drifted apart sometimes like anxiety can burn calories you yeah. know what i mean that but what i mean of, that, is that kind I, of twitchy energy yeah, yeah yeah but he had that sort of like yeah did you know when you know when you see like a pissed 
Polish geezer on a bench, yeah, just yeah. knocking back four cans of Tisky at two at two p.m. Yeah, yeah. But he's like ripped. <laughs> they just got that <laughs> slim, slender, muscle. Probably grafting all day though. Well, there is that, but I think there is that thing of some people just have that body. Yeah. But I yeah, guarantee, if you looked at the inner workings of it, it's really unhealthy. Yeah. Their yeah. hearts probably fuck their the arteries, whereas you'd have somebody who's a bit bigger, but probably walks everywhere and does cardio or whatever and their, their heart couple, is much a couple healthier. of UFC fighters Roy Nelson was one who was massive and Daniel Cormier who was an Olympian wrestler yeah super fucking the fittest people in the world but they massive bellies yeah 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 it's just weird <laughs> it's quite fun isn't it but they're not they don't gas out their cardio's crazy yeah. they're strong as That's fuck what I mean as long as you've got you know you can make whatever your body's shape is work for you I yeah. reckon in but a they are the manner. anomalies I guess yes but yeah, anyway, I've eaten, you know what, I've eaten, I've put on a bit of weight in the last three weeks. I was going to say, yeah. No, <laughs> I've just, um, I, I do think there is that thing of when you go through a bereavement yeah. and your life just goes a bit crazy for a few weeks. Like it's been very stressful the last few weeks because like looking after my mum half of the week, like yeah. full time caring, which is fucking hard as shit, man. It's harder than looking after a two year old, which, yeah, yeah. which I've got a two year old for any one of what I was just being creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, but it's it's just full on, man. Because it's it's way more bleak looking after a grown up who's ill. Because they're more able to do. Well, my mum's like, physically get... fit, but mentally she's you know yeah. she's got a dementia. So like she is very mentally unstable. Yeah. So it's just and they constant... won't do as they're told, like a two year old. No, well, it's, might do. You've got you're constantly sort of um, it's like an impro game, twenty four mm. hours a day, where you're just going along with what they're saying and yeah, yeah. constantly repeating the things and like. So it's just so it's draining. So I've just eaten just carbs. You just take it to Edinburgh, start an improv group. <laughs> One where the person on stage forgets what you uh, what you told them every three minutes. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it is. I mean, you know, I can sort of joke about it, but what it is when I'm when I'm there, it's bleak, man. It's you know, it's one of the things where she's so like she can't. It is essentially we are now in the process of like trying to look for care. A new mum. Yeah, I'm in the market, guys. What? Uh, so what? What is the? What do you have to do for her? Everything. She can't cook. She can't sort of. Uh, okay, so she can just about sort of do like personal hygiene with a bit of guidance. Yeah. So I can get her to change her clothes. I can get her like to wash if I just sort of, you know, I'll fill the sink or run a bath and I'll just talk her through it yeah, from yeah, outside. Yeah. And I, I will help her get dressed and things. And, you know, it's like proper. And my wife does a lot of it as well. So like we're sort of just tagging in and out. Yeah. And uh, it's, um, but it's a brutal disease, man. Like you properly, my mum is just. You know, she's on this. It's almost like a two-minute loop. It's dementia, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, and it is like, it, and the time it used to be about a five or ten-minute loop, like probably a couple of years ago when she first started getting bad, and the, and that time, that window of memory just shrinks and shrinks until like there's days now when it's like every minute she'll mm. ask you the same question. Yeah, she'll yeah. Be like you know what I mean, and then she, and you'll answer it, and then she'll ask it again, and you literally will answer that question sort of fifty or sixty times in a row over the next hour. And it's just, like, it's, it's, you've got to be so patient. It's like memento. Yeah, it is. Like, and you've got to just, you've just got, got to go with it. You can't snap at them. It's not their fault. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You can't go, fucking hell, I told you that. Because they don't know that at all. Yeah, yeah. You'll it'll be a, it'll literally be a waste of your own anger My dad and had it. He didn't have it for that long, though. Like, the last year of his life, it went kind of quite downhill quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had that, yeah. And he was like... 
accusing me of nicking money off of yeah, him. Yeah, they get they get very paranoid. My mum's because my I mum nicked gets money paranoid. off of him. And not really. But, I, um, I heard my mum in the kitchen because we've got a carer that comes in to do dinner. That gives us like a sort of you know a little hour off in the evening, yeah. which is nice where we can just just do something else, you know, not think about so it. So what do they do when they come? She then? comes in, does dinner, sort of like does medication, and just sort of just is with my mum. Does she wash her and stuff? No, like no, that? no. She but she's just more housey stuff. But it's also more for her to to be around to make sure my mum doesn't do anything crazy while I nip out. Because my, my dad needed help in the toilet and I just completely left that part to the nurse. Yeah, I'm, I mean, my mum luckily hasn't got to that point yet because yeah. that's what I'm dreading, man. I don't want to... Oh, God. The thought of wiping my mum's bum hole really does you know what though? You, you'll well just do it like and you'll get you do it the thought of it you know what i mean oh if yeah it, yeah i mean already like, the fact that i'm helping my mum get dressed and shit like you yeah, know i yeah, know yeah. I, you do just you just do it out of a sense of yeah, duty yeah. And didn't you love. like the clothes she had on <laughs> take that shit off man that primark <laughs> shit that's last season mum <laughs> <laughs> i did take her shopping the other day and i, I it was mad i took her and my two-year-old daughter and like, because my wife was working, but she was working from home. But I just said, like, I'll let you work so we're not bothering you. And I took the two of them out. And it was like fucking herding sheep, man. Like, you've got a two-year-old running off pressing fire extinguishers. <laughs> you've got my mum just wandering around picking things up. And it was just like, kind of random. It was actually, do you know what? It was actually quite a fun, you know, a, a hour of, of like... You should have just outwilded them. <laughs> <laughs> like Tasmanian devil. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was um, you know, it was it was, it was end up being quite fun, and it's that thing of trying to do stuff out rather than just having a couple of drunk mates in it. It is that's what it felt like, just being you know when you're sort of out with a mate, or you have a few mates, and one of you just drinks a bit too much and becomes such a live wire that you essentially just have to babysit for a that couple used of to hours. Be me. Was it? <laughs> it was actually yeah. I was never that. I was always with the babysitter. We are yeah. But then recently, when I went on a, I've never talked about it on here when I went to Luxembourg for that wedding. And I just got so shit faced. I probably haven't talked about it because it was the it was the weekend before my dad went into hospital. Um, but I went to Luxembourg for my mate's wedding, and I got so shit faced. The most drunk I've got probably it might be ever. Do you know what I mean? What were you drinking? Everything. Like I've, we flew in the day before the wedding. I went straight. Like, I literally got to my hotel, chucked my bag, went straight to the pub, and met everyone. And we just drank shit loads, like cocktails, everything. And so I woke up the next morning for the day of the wedding and I was a bit dusty and probably still had quite a bit of booze in me and we just obviously it was a wedding so we started drinking at midday went all the way in the day and it was boiling hot like just out in the sun and I got like genuinely like paraplegic drunk I had to be carried back to my hotel by my mates like properly like, like I woke up the next day my mate came to my hotel to get me out of bed to get me on a plane home I um I'd ruined a suit like not, with, I didn't shit my pants or anything. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. But um, like a lot of really beautiful linen suit that I bought in Australia. It's really expensive, and like just one of the legs is just shredded. I took the whole knee out of it. I don't remember How? falling over. Oh, oh but but I, falling on the concrete. I don't remember falling over, but I know I was involved in you a may fall. Have killed a man. Well, no, because my mate. I met him at the Died. airport. He was on the same flight, and his face was all fucked up. Apparently, went we went down together. Like, just the whole of us, like a group of us went down to ground. Fuck. And he's literally smashed his face open. <laughs> On your shin. Yeah, oh, man. I was so rotten. Like, just couldn't did speak. You, how long did it take to get over that hangover? I did two gigs that night. Because I couldn't, it was too late to cancel. I flew back. 
all I did all day was just focus on not vomiting and getting myself together. Oh, it's brutal. Oh, I've never, I've never not wanted to be on stage more. But um, but I did it, yeah, and it was. But that's sort of like that level of drunkenness, man. I've never got, I've never been a falling over, having to be carried home sort of guy. Right. I've been that drunk a couple of times, well, a few times probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible, man. It's, yeah, because in your twenties, it feels like you've got more physical. I don't know. My hangovers were bad though. Right. Like the next day, man, I was like, I'd be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like I could not move. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. when you just... It's worse than the flu. Yeah. Well, it's it is, like, yeah, because it is like you're poisoned. Your body yeah. is... Like, and it's also withdrawal. That's what a hangover is, apparently. It's you're, you're going through alcohol it's dehydration, withdrawal. isn't it? Like, if you die of dehydration, it feel like a hangover. Yeah. But I think the, but the, the reason you get, like, headaches and all that, because it is proper withdrawal. Your body's you know, it's going... The toxins. Yeah, and it, it wants more. You've had you've given it that, and it wants more. Hair of the dog. So you're, yeah, that's why hair of the dog works. It's just, it's sort of appeases your body's yeah, want yeah. for more booze. Did birds. you do any of that? I didn't, know. I um, I didn't drink for a couple of weeks. That's good. So, yes. Do um, you booze a lot, Phoebe? Um, no. Oh. No, not too much. What's your drink all of right. choice? I'm not accusing you. Uh, well, no, sometimes... Don't get all I defensive. <laughs> I try not to because I used to be such a such an issue. Mm. Yeah. Because I don't have a drink of choice. I just go for alcohol. Yes. What was the issues? Uh, I just get so so like I used to be a falling over oh, like people hold me up and if not I'd fall backwards oh, and like bash my head kind of thing. No, just stopped being fun. Yeah, when you're just like constantly also like other people remembering what you did but you're not remembering. That's the what worst you did. thing. Yeah, right. But um, and I think when you're younger, it's a I'd bit have people all right. not speaking to me the next day oh, and I didn't God. know why. Oh, that's bad. That's like bad. in the office and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people just being <laughs> off like your with boss. You. I felt yeah, so embarrassed. It was. Like, you know, like in the I, got, I, got, I got stopped from going on a business trip to Seville. <laughs> <laughs> they just pulled me out of it. No, uh, can't do it. Uh, so I was at the Charlotte Street Hotel and um, we had a meeting there and we got dr- and I was just so fucked. Oh, man. And um, just, oh, I, was, I don't know what I did. That's, That's brutal. Bad. I've got horrible memories of decisions I was making. Like, what? Uh, like, oh. Oh man! And just like the worst thing, like sometimes you just say stuff. You know, when people are like, "Oh well, I just tell the truth when I'm drunk. I don't. No, I no, make no. lies. Same just lie. It's yeah. truth from a really liar. different place, yeah. like from hell. <laughs> 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 like you've got the devil in you. <laughs> well, I I got the security asked like I was drinking, having a laugh. There was a guy. There was an actor there from Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. I right. didn't watch it, but he was like this. So I'm chatting to him on the sofas in the Charlotte Street Hotel. And all of a sudden, these big two security guards, I didn't see them. They were just standing oh, behind me. No. And, they, and I had to leave. That's the worst. <laughs> but they let me keep, I had a big bottle of champagne. <laughs> like, I was gripping it. They just didn't even try and take it out of my oh, hand. Oh, man. I think champagne is one of the most dangerous drinks. Yeah. Because yeah. it goes down so quick and easy. It's like a soft drink. It's all bubbly. And like, <coughs> the glasses don't look big. But you're drinking like, yeah. you're basically downing glasses Straight of wine. from the bottle, mate. Oh, man. That's what I drank so much champagne that day and that wedding. Just like I think the bubbles are saying about they go to your head. I, Mark. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know if that's scientifically once, real, but it feels it. Yeah, I once drank only champagne at a wedding because it was Ooh. free, and the next day I tell you it's not nice coming back out. No, it's not. Yeah. That's what I find. Yeah, they're the worst. It's like when you know that. Oh, my body! I've done something bad to my body. When your wee stings, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, god, yeah, yeah. what's happened? You do a really dark poo. <laughs> <laughs> All blood in it. <laughs> oh, man. Cancer comes out your ass. <laughs> um, I've just realised 
We've not mentioned these sources on the table. We oh, should yeah, probably mention we found them. found these in a, on a bench. <laughs> you found them in someone else's shopping bag. Um, these are hot sources. If, you, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll obviously be able to see them. But if you're not, if you're listening, go on YouTube. Um, go on our YouTube channel and watch the video and subscribe and do all that funny business. But these are hot sources. Um, and the pictures there are all designed by Steve Stark, who did our logo. What's the company? Oh, yeah. I you were. Uh, it's called Little Flame Hot Sources. Um, they're fucking good, man. Last time uh, Steve sent um, a couple that were like really fruity, sort of mm-hmm. Scotch bonnety. This one here is Scotch bonnet and KN. That one is they're all vegan. Ooh, four out of five spice. Um, this one here, what's this? Green chili and herb. You're gonna sample That's one. That's two. I won't sample them now. I'm not gonna drink it. Neat. I'd put it on some food. Scotch bonnet and mango. This might be the one I had already. Ooh. Actually, I did. I'm sure I had one that was a. What's that one over there? Shall I sample one? Do you like that's the weakest one? Oh. Don't be good. A puss puss. What's You're the hottest sample one? one? Hottest one's this one. That's fucking no problem. Do a little shot, mate. Do you want to <laughs> sample it? Do you like hot sauce? Uh, yeah, I'll take some hot sauce. Um, here we go. Julian's gonna. Well, just don't gonna just drink it down it out and put bottle. a bit on your finger yeah. and just. <laughs> don't be an idiot. How hot is it? It's fucking hot. Let me, <laughs> let me have a go. It's uh, fiery. Is it? Because this yeah. is the hot spice of all of them. I can't take hot things. Oh, it's nice. Oh, that is hot, actually. It's hot, bro. That's, um, it's got an instant kick. Lucky I'm alpha or I'd be screaming. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> no, it's not. That's a mild one, Phoebe. Just, actually, just, just get it down, yeah. Put your finger on it like that. Okay, yeah. And then we'll go. Like that. That is very nice. That's lovely. Give me, give me the lid. Let me put it back on. Oh, it's Ooh, nice, isn't it? It's fruity. Nice. You really get the Scotch bonnet. I love a Scotch yeah. bonnet. It's such a nice chilli. Mm. It's, um, it's, you know, some chilies just taste like chilli, nice, isn't it? But the ones that have a real individual taste are um, Scotch bonnet jalapenos. They're the ones that I always yeah. go. I can always tell when they're there. I'm like, yeah, you fucking, I know you're there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what is Scotch exactly? Oh, um, what do you mean? What do they get it from? Scotch bonnets. I reckon they must be, and this is going to be wrong, but um, I, they're in a lot of um, Caribbean food, Scotch bonnets. What is a Scotch bonnet? use them a lot in Jamaica. Bonnet? What is it, though? What, why is it called Scotch? Why is it called Scotch? Is I don't know. Asking? I don't even know what it is. Scotch bonnet is a chilli. It's a type of chilli. Oh, a type of chilli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like a jalapeno, like whatever. Oh, okay. But what, where, do they, where do they come the... from? You were correct, yeah. West Africa, yeah. as well as the Caribbean. Yes. I used, to, um, I used to love Caribbean food. I, uh, I love Caribbean food. Do you know how many, how much they rate on the Scoville thingy? I don't really understand the Scoville scale. Neither do I. Because it's always, I, they, they, I was chatting to a friend uh, today about this. We were watching some Commonwealth games. And they had a chili eating. No, no, no. <laughs> but the decathlon. <laughs> gone downhill, those guys. They were doing the decathlon. And they were like, the leader's got 8,000 points and is currently in the lead. And you're, we were like, that's too many points. Like, why don't you just make it lower so it's easy to understand? Yeah. Whereas I think the Scoville scale is that when they're like, this one is three and a half billion on the Scoville yeah, scale. Yeah, apparently a Scotch bonnet is 100 to 350,000 Scoville units. So why that's too high? Yeah. Why not make the highest one 10? If there's nothing yeah. that is a work. one, then yeah. they don't need it that high. Yeah. Exactly. It's just a waste of numbers, isn't it? Just fucking lower it. Make it easier for us. It? What's the... Um, it's like rupees, I, I, I bought a <laughs> bottle of um, Carolina Reaper hot sauce. It's the, hard, it's the only one I've ever had to tap out instantly and gone, I can't deal with that. And um, Can you check what Carolina Reaper is on the Scoville scale, please? 
Why is it called Schofield Scale as well? Philip Schofield. That's <laughs> <laughs> how so you test how gay someone is. It's the Schofield Scale. Let's hot cock. Oh, apparently the heat is exceptionally hot and it is 1,641,183. That's so. So would it big say the number. Scoville scale on the back of here or not? Oh, I don't know. I didn't even look. But this, because this, um, I probably. No, surely it doesn't. It, surely there's something that makes it. Um, so, what, yeah, why is it oh, yeah, Scoville? So 1.4 million to 2.2 million. That's a Carolina Reaper. Yeah. Okay. Was that a source, yeah? Carolina Reaper is a type of chili. Uh, and I've I bought some Carolina Reaper sauce. Did you take a bite of it? I I didn't take a bite of the actual chili. I bought the sauce, and it said like on it, it's like you know when it's got this picture of like how hot it is on the back. It just had so many chili like heat pictures. I was like, I'll give it a go. It can't be that strong. I was like, they wouldn't sell it in just a normal supermarket. It's dangerous. And I put what I would normally put of a hot sauce on my dish, and it genuinely one bite, and I was absolutely fucked. Like ruined the, the whole dinner. And um, just like I was just sweating and uncomfortable, oh. and I was like, "Who's enjoying that? Like that <laughs> is probably about as hot as you really want to go. If you had that in your dinner, it's like it's nice heat and nice, it calms yeah. down after. You a minute do or adapt so. to it though, I suppose, don't you? And people who have it all, all the time want it hotter and hotter. They and can't. Hotter. Would you ever try a, it's like a sex? Pure capsicum, which is fifteen million. Ooh, mama! I I'd have a pint tried. of that. A pint. I'd on, neck then. it. Do it on Rub Patreon. it on your belly. <laughs> Do you think you'd die if you had a pint of it? Probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. Of what? Heart attack? Just of of spice. Of screaming. <laughs> <laughs> he died I of screaming. Your, your insides might just like wither away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever accidentally put chili on any of your genitals? Do you know when you've been cutting chili? Tiger balm once. Oh, that's oh, bad. Because I did. I've chopped chilies and then got the. Chili willy. <laughs> and yeah, it was fucking yeah. brutal, man. It's really, really stings. Well, you, you had a nice chili sandwich and then a wank. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. that. That's my morning routine. I accidentally chopped chilies before a wank. No, I did. I just, I'd be, I'd, I had been cooking. I'd cut up a lot of chilies. I think I'd made my own hot sauce was what it was. So I had loads of chilies I was chopping. And um, and then I washed my hands, but it just, you can't. It takes a few washes to get all that off. And I just... um. Just yeah, just I, I just ended up touching my penis, which is something that does happen throughout the day. <laughs> it was not like an aberration to touch your own dick, and um, instantly I just felt it straight away. I just felt the sting, and I was like, oh god. Did it sting for a while? A little while, yeah. Did it feel good? No, it felt really bad. I don't like. I'm not into that sort of pain shit. I'm not actually. Have you ever used the tea tree shower gel? I've I've got a whole routine about it. It's oh. um yeah, I've got a ten minute routine about that fucking shower gel. That's that's really um, good on a hot summer's day if you do that. Come off some. I was that off my coffee. I just saw smoke just rise somewhere. It was oh, off yours. Oh, as you no. put it down. It was the vapor. I, I was at the vape. This is cold water. Yeah. Oh right. <laughs> not, I um but that shower gel. I hate it. My wife loves it. I, feel I quite like it. It cools you down if it's a hot night. But um but you're in a shower. If you want to. Put it, put the cold water on if you want. No, you feel down. better afterward. It's kind of burny, coldy sensation. I don't, yeah, I don't like that, mate. I don't want. My, I don't want to put anything on my body that makes me feel weird. Shit. Like yeah. the lemon and tea tree is nice because it's just got a little tingle, mm -hmm. but the mint one just fucks you up. Like, it's strong, yeah. And it on and again, not to get too graphic, but it, your it, on. Your <laughs> I was gonna say on your bell end. Oh. And I just felt. I think it's too much. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't want a cold bell end. I like the a fact hot, that it's in I like quite a nice. hot bellend. I like, yeah, I do. I like it where it is. It's tucked away in in a nice warm Luke crevice. Warm body temperature. It's tucked. 
Well, you know, it does. It's sort of tucked away, isn't it? You put it in a nice little pair of mine's pants. Always <laughs> hard, mine's always hard. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking hell, man. Mine's always looking at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Dreaming. <laughs> Dreaming of some day. Oh, let me knock a cup over that was next to my foot. Um, <laughs> really? N- no. <laughs> Do you ever? Have, have Stop we talked? Looking at me when you say sorry. sorry. Have you ever, we must have talked about. Oh, we have talked about it on here about hard on. I used to, <laughs> well, yeah, basically about Probably. how I've got a weird. I always get one at the dentist. Do you actually? Yeah, like it's like, and I also well, always get one uh, get <laughs> at my on. dentist. <laughs> no, I always get one uh, on a landing uh, when I'm in a plane. There's something about fear. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, I think it's either the altitude or it's the vibrations because it's weird. It's the dentist not the one. Altitude, come on. Why well, can't I check? Check can a change can of altitude cause an erection, okay. please? I think the more you wank, if you wanked like three times a day, you'd probably have that less. I don't want to wank three times a day. Okay, to oh. be honest, I'd rather just is... get a boner now and again. <laughs> there is a. <laughs> There's a Vice article, why climbing Mount Everest gives people weird bonus. I guarantee it's something to do with altitude. I always get one. On why do they call them weird Oh bonus? my God, airplane bonus. Yeah, I, get, I told you. I get one when we do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I knew it because I get one. Right, no. I get one on, during on, flights, on. but also no. on, on when it when we come into land, I've never landed anywhere on a plane without a boner. This isn't this is true right. This article is <laughs> you just can quote me on that. Carl's <laughs> 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 oh, proverb. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if you don't like that, you can fuck off. Let's go on some um, merch. Nah, this isn't this isn't a real thing. It just said the cab. It said that everything that you said, and then afterwards, it just said the situation is worse if an attractive female is sitting next to him. So, oh, I mean, that's. Um, I don't believe this to be true. I've. It's got to be something. Surely altitude. If it can make your ears pop, surely it can make you really get a hard. Yeah. Your honour. Can hurt your nose as well if you've done a lot of Charlie. What? It can fuck your nose up. Really? Yeah. I've not had that. I had that years ago. I did obviously have my nasal passages opened. I might have had a ago. cold. Uh, but yeah, I've, I'm convinced it is because I get him at the dentist, which is that, that feels like a weirder one, even though I know it's because of the vibrations and stuff. But they're drilling into my head and I suddenly just pop a little bone out. Maybe you found Yeah, a, I think you maybe, found no, a airplane erections apparently is a thing. I don't really know. I guarantee it is. It's just because it, I'm not thinking anything. I'm, I could be watching 12 years a slave when I get a boner. On I mean, a plane. who don't? <laughs> That was literally, and the reason I picked that film is I watched that film on a plane for the first time. So I probably had a boner at some point during it. And um, it, I just, yeah, I don't know what it is, man. I know um, someone that went for a, a, an x-ray, like on their back, and they were lying down. And when they they had to roll over. Ah, oh, that's the worst. And so the nurse just put the clipboard on top and walked. Oh, no. It's nice of her, isn't it? Yeah. But then that sort of does happen. Like, I don't like, I'm not a fan of massages. I I was about uh, to say I haven't had anyone do that yet, but, but I think that's what I would do. I had got to get one book. You know, like we'll get booked in there, won't we? <laughs> God, um, <laughs> sorry. extra creepy today. What's that? Oh, no, sorry. What have you been doing today? What's the matter with me? <laughs> um, but yeah, I I pr- I don't like massages, but I do feel like during. <laughs> 
the one of the ha- small handful I've had. Small hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have. I have at some point probably got a boner. Mm. I Just, mean, I mean, out of all places, a massage would be the. You know what I mean? The best. <laughs> the best. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it would be like, like probably that's where it's going to happen, if anywhere. Yeah. Oh, I agree. It's quite intimate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I know yeah. it's not sexual. You've got all your clothes off and somebody's rubbing your body. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's weird if you don't get a boner. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> it just looks straight ahead. But you could be polite about it, can't you? And, you know what I mean? Just push their head down, not really. <laughs> no, would you be... Sh- would you, would you be creeped out if somebody if they I mean if they were quite shocked and uh, sort of embarrassed by it if it's a creepy guy and he was like you know I don't know doing stuff if you dropped the towel and yeah yeah. or if they were saying stuff but if if you said to somebody can you turn over and they were like "Um, I don't want to yeah, you'd probably yeah, yeah. be more understanding yeah. I imagine it is an ac- it's an accidental one like yeah. my dentist ones Just, did they know you had yeah, a boner they ever, I tell them yeah guys just seen I've got a boner of course I don't <laughs> uh, you know I do actually just always wear a jean to the dentist just tuck it does up does that help well jeans are obviously notoriously quite thick and tight I wouldn't wear like right. a sort of sports short to a dentist yeah yeah because they would like see my dick <laughs> free-flowing trousers well, yeah, yeah I wouldn't I'd, no I wouldn't wear like a sort of linen trouser I saw a guy out there with those like cycling shorts and he had the biggest cock <laughs> <laughs> he was just like it was, a po- it was after Poppy episode and we were walking up we both just looked at the guy's crutch it's like he has something down there it's a funny I find that fascinating that people have the guts to walk around like that oh, like, no. I saw a I girl I reckon he had something stuffed down there it was ridiculous yeah, it's massive cock and stuff <laughs> yeah. down it. Um, I saw a girl earlier on with like them little like denim shorts mm. that like the line was so high, like just the bottom third of her bum cheeks were out. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. did you follow? That's <laughs> <laughs> why you were late. <laughs> I just know I I happened to be walking behind her for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Up at <laughs> in Broadway Tube Station. She was jogging in the end. <laughs> <laughs> then she was speaking to the police and <laughs> Followed her all the way to the police station. <laughs> um, no, and yeah, I was just, I was I, I, more than any thoughts of like, Ugh. I was just thinking that is too much bum cheek to be showing. It's, it's like wearing a cycling short. I'm like, what are you doing? It's hot out though, isn't it? What do you it, think of Free the Nip then? I mean, I'm absolutely. I mean, no, actually, I, 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 I think it's weird seeing blokes without tops on. So I think I do. I just think put put layers on. Everyone should wear layers. What if you if there was a girl wearing like a mesh top, no bra? Then I would be supportive of her decision. Mm-hmm. Um, she wouldn't have any support. That is true. She, it depends on her boobies, doesn't yeah. it? Really, you have to have quite smaller boobs to not need a bra, don't you? It depends how much no you want to ex- let them. <laughs> Yeah, because if they were massive, like it might be a bit more cumbersome. <laughs> massive Babylon. <laughs> like just flopping around. It might be uncomfortable for her, though. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. It's, and you're like, you know, it is. I mean, I don't. Like, back problems and everything. Yeah, big big people, boobies. Yeah. I see women breastfeeding that. I don't care. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'll just get out of the garden. <laughs> 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 you just, just detach yourself from the yeah, breast. Yeah, you just jump on the other one. <laughs> have a little, have I mean, a little sup. Yeah, but I I don't mind all of that stuff really. No, you get. I mean, you've had enough children to be aware of mm. breastfeeding as a mm. totally normal function. I don't. St- I don't like stare at them because <laughs> I'm a gentleman. <laughs> oh, God. Do you view boobs differently now that you've had partners who have breastfed? Uh, I don't know. I think I do. Yeah, I think yeah. Because obviously before that, you know, you know about breastfeeding, but you've never 
tried it. Yeah, you've never sort of witnessed it properly as like a daily, regular what, thing. What, as in they're not sexual anymore? Well, I think, boo, yeah, but before seeing that, they were, boobs were, to me, we were essentially 100% sexual. Mm. And then, uh, but I did hear about their other functions. <laughs> Whereas now <laughs> it's much vibe. more the other, yeah, it's flipped. Mm. I think of them much more as a, as a tap. <laughs> and somewhere, then... somewhere to come. Oh God! But I um I don't know I, I don't think it did affect I don't think it did affect the way I look at boobs. <laughs> you can't just move back into the conversation after that. I, um... While while they're breastfeeding, I'm not seeing it as a sexual thing. Mm. It's got like dual dual purposes, I guess. Yeah. You know what a I mean? A Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not thinking long, cool, look at her tits you've got about 20 minutes left. I sh- how long have we been talking for 40 minutes oh my god um, that is uh, that's, that's alright we, we we'll sort- this is an hour and a half you know that yeah um, oh we've got 20 left how did mum confused? Oh, wait, sorry. No, we've got longer left. You've got an hour left in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we yeah. need to, um, but we need to wrap it up for, for the, the public yeah. episode shortly. Yeah, yeah. So we're all very, that's all this boob chat has ruined our brains. We should. It's the kind of thing you edit out. Do you need to wave? Or? No, let's not edit it. Let's let the people let them behind the see and hear the magic happen. By magic, I mean that me getting confused about it's just a me time. About, okay, guys. So I looked at my watch and I realised that I didn't look at the time when we started. So all I'd done was check my current heart rate <laughs> and time. <laughs> um, we should quickly do some. We've got some stuff going on in the group. Um, for any non-patrons, you probably um, aren't aware. Well, you might be aware of this, but uh, we have a uh, WhatsApp group called TVI Chat. That um, people that are on the five pound or above tier of uh, uh, joy, they can, you have the option of joining. You don't have to. There's no, you know, you're not you forced. You have to. You can't leave. But when you sign up to the five pound one, you get the secret code that you then have to. A lot of send people just us. watch, I guess. But there's um, quite a lot just chat. There's loads of chat. So there's been all sorts of chat going on. Sometimes it gets quite. It's quite Personal. fun, isn't it? I had a bunch. I of, definitely uh, overshared the other day. I was talking about my childhood. Yeah, I was just yeah. feeling not really mad. I was at my mum's, I think. I was chatting to one of our patrons who's in there called Jared, and uh, he came to my Soho. He's in show. Netherlands, isn't he? Um, he no, he lives in. Oh no, that's he lives in sorry. Southwest London. Uh, but he, I bet a bunch of them uh, who came to my Soho theatre show this week. It was lovely. Nice to see everyone in real life. But um, yeah, and he, we, me, and Jared were chatting about. How you really, you took a bit of getting going on the group and now you're just looking, you love oversharing. You're always just, you know, you're very engaged. I was telling Phoebe before the record, I was like, I, I well overshared the other day. And you know, the next day you're in a different mood. You're like, oh, did I say that? God, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but there was loads of, loads of chat today about, I asked if there's any things that they want us to talk about. Um, we got loads. There's a few questions. So, I mean, let's just do, let's just pick one at random. I mean, <laughs> have, you ever been, have you ever been lost? Was one. And one of them. that was one. One of them was, have you ever had a gay experience? And what was it? Um, I've what not. I've not had a physical gay experience. Just a more emotional. Well, I've been or... in gay clubs and stuff. Yeah, I mean that is would that probably be experience? the gayest experience I've had. Is going to gay bars. Yeah, I had like... a peppermint tea earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I cried when my dad died. <laughs> oh, that's proper gay. <laughs> Glad you straightened yourself out now. Uh, no, I think I just yeah, I've been to gay bars and gay clubs. I don't think I've ever had anything like I know straight guys. I have had gay sexual experiences. Yeah, yeah. Like you know when they were young and little blowy. Well, yeah, I know. So I know some old first, queen. I know a very heterosexual man uh, whose first blowjob was off a boy. 
that he was a boy at the time yeah. as well, just to clarify. They were, both <laughs> <laughs> they were both boy. They were both little, like, you know, 12-year-old boys. And one of them just, they sort of... It, was, it was that a private school? It was, yeah, it was a private school, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's that we weird go, thing. Yeah. We, like, you know, I don't think you'd have get, got that at a comp. But, you got um, knocked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's and that. And he's absolutely straight. But he was just like we were just playing around and thought we'd heard about him. So we thought we'd just give it a go. And I was like, that is. Is the other guy gay now? I don't know. I didn't ask for that bit of information. Can you follow up, stuff? please? I will. I'll get. I'll get, get the. Facebook. I'll get the name and lowdown on that guy. Um, but no, I don't think Facebook video call him now. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the biggest thing you've stolen? Um, oh, you got, oh. What is it? You've got a good one. Not really, just, it's, uh, we I mean, stole the pub, it. we're we probably about it. to cut the public episode, so we, stole we can save it, it. for, oh, right, uh, yeah. let's save it for the patron, Ooh. just in case you indict yourself. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but. I'm not a thief, by the way, I'm on a bike. I used like, to be a shoplifter when I was a teenager. Between the age of 11 and sort of 14, I was a massive shoplifter, I fucking loved it. Like, it was the horrible. excitement of it. Yeah, I, I just, that thrill of just teething stuff. Was so, uh, one My mum took me I back to the for. shop once because I come home with a bag of crisps. Oh, man. And loads of lip seals. For some reason, I, I nicked lip seals well, that's, out of I, boots, but, but my mum took me back. I used to nick. Like, I, there was no rhyme nor reason to what I was nicking. That's, when you, that's, I, got into shop, I got into it as like, I love shoplifting. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, it, there was almost like, and I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed of it now. I feel so bad. I've, I've accidentally walked out of shop with things before and took them back now. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a good adult. But no, but like, it's all about the nicking rather than what it is. So yeah, I went for, yeah. like, I, at once I went into a bike shop and I nicked so many pairs of really expensive cycling gloves. And I didn't even have a bike at the time. Like, I just, I, just, <laughs> I, I was just in <laughs> there for, the, for the game. I don't know. Me and my cousin probably just fucking threw them in a bin or something. Like we were just horrible. We were just horrible little thieves. Have you ever had mates nick things out your house as a kid? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I had that a few times. <laughs> that was of... that was so bizarre. Yeah. Just like random things. I don't know, like tall. I can't remember, like loads. Like happened a lot. This one kid kept just. I see him in. It, I see my things in his house. Oh man, that's a liberty. It was such a liberty. So I remember I'm, I told the story on here recently. Cause, like, the reason I know I told it is because a teacher from my old school listened to the episode <laughs> and got in touch. Uh, but yeah, like my mate got arrested in Wimbledon Broadway when we were sixteen for pulling a gun out in McDonald's. But it was actually a pellet gun that he'd nicked from our friends. Like, we'd been there earlier drinking. And like he saw, he, we were playing with a pellet gun, and my mate fucking just nicked it and put it down the back of his trousers, and then later pulled it out in a McDonald's at like midnight and got fully arrested because they thought it was a gun. I got arrested but. for shooting someone once with a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I've told that um, story. I tell you what, let's we're gonna don't, don't you don't have to cut anything. We're gonna roll straight through, but for for public listeners. This is where it ends. We're going to go on to Patreon now and chat about Julian's <laughs> criminal <laughs> past. Um, they arrested me for attempted murder. Oh, my God. Right. This story is, yeah, patrons, you're going to hear the story. <laughs> for everyone else, thanks for listening to the public episode. The charge charge where, got um, dropped, by the way. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just quickly before they sign go. Sign up to Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash WeRTPI. If you want to join the WhatsApp group, get in that £5 tier and you'll get the secret code. And then you can you can like just leave at your will. There's only been a couple of just people that so far have been like, Do you know what? It's a bit too full on for me. And yeah. constant. And they fe I feel like they felt like they were checking it too often. So you can just mute it and check in when you want. But uh, you know, it's good fun. There's a lot of fun chat going on. It's good. Anyway, so any become part of the community. Do it. The T V I P.
Right, that's the end of this week's public episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, what happens now, Julian? They can, if they want to hear the rest of the episode, they can go over to patreon.com slash wearetvi. There you go. Once you've signed up there, you can hear the rest of the episode. You can hear all the old Patreon episodes, exclusives, whatever. Um, it's 45p a week. Is it? Is it? Mm. That's cool. Mm. I didn't know that. Um, Easy life. There we go. It's even cheaper than I thought. So do that. And um, But if not, don't worry. You can listen to next week's public episode when it's released. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>